0: So hi, welcome to the Good Noise podcast. We're here with War Stripes. Uh, we're gonna ask them some questions. I'm gonna start. Uh, what inspired you guys to start the band?
1: Oh, um, I'll throw this one to the boys because I'm I'm a newcomer technically, aren't I? So yeah.
2: yeah, I'd I'd say uh, um, we should throw this one to Chero because he. I was gonna uh,
3: say it, we'll throw it to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's well, thrown everywhere. Chero yeah. initiated the um, the band, I guess by uh posting an ad on is a website called Join My Band um and it's a really cool website where you can find people in your area um and I think Chiro mentioned that he wanted to start um I think he he called it a dirty rock and roll band um, I
3: can't remember he's
2: making yeah, stuff and, like uh, it. <laughs> and he he had some really cool influences on there that um, I really liked the sound of, yeah. um, such as I think Royal Blood. Um, did you did you mention Queens of the Stone Age? It was a couple. I don't of... think
3: so. I've never. Re- yeah. Um, what was it now? It was, uh, do you know? I don't actually know. It, mm. Royal Blood was definitely on there, but, it, yeah. but uh, anyway, me and Aaron we, we kind of like had the same influences. About, yeah, we. Um, so, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, I guess um yeah, so so I, I was I was looking for a new project. Um I'd been in a few different bands at the time, and I think Chero was in the same boat. Um we had similar yeah. music interests. So, um we thought we'd pursue it and we got on straight away. Um became really good friends right off the bat. And then um we we gelled really well musically as well. Um so yeah, we it was us two and another another drummer um who who was cool but we we felt that he didn't really fit the bill in terms of you know the the sound that we were going for mm-hmm. he was more of an indie rock drummer and mm-hmm. um, we always wanted to be a bit sort of you know a bit faster yeah. a bit heavier which is where uh billy came along and uh, and and took us took us there a little bit all right
4: cool interesting i haven't heard one starting on a website before so yeah that's awesome cool glad you guys well,
2: we i think we met billy um through the same website yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. yeah wow. he came he came to us i think he was very yeah, very yeah. keen and he's, that passion hasn't really gone to be fair
1: has it <laughs> <laughs> no not really to be fair um yeah similar similar thing for me it's like so the boys and um, a new drummer, so then yeah sort of stepped up it was like when i first saw it the thing that was weird it's very different from sort of my influences like i'm very much like metal core like really heavy kind of music mm-hmm. whereas yeah. the boys are more like dirty rock as you described it so i think obviously me bringing in that dynamic sort of just made us i don't know give us what we've got now it's hard to describe what we sort of are at the minute isn't it it's like a mix mm-hmm. between metal slight bouts of indie i agree yeah and um, yeah definitely.
5: and then like
1: maybe there's like a sort of dirty pop vibe i don't know like mm-hmm. Like sort of like bring me for example, like sort of the route they've gone down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, with bag a bag a bag of bag old of, bag of tricks in
3: it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it works it's, really like, well. it's like we've gone in the it's like we've gone in a bin of all those genres and it just picks everything out and we go try and put oh, it they... all together
0: and yeah, yeah, blender like and seeing what happens. Oh yeah, yeah
5: man.
3: Yeah. Like a musical tramp.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: So what would you guys say your writing process is like? Ah, it's, um, it's,
1: it's,
4: it's different.
1: Okay. Uh, I've been in bands in the past, like, um, and the way we used to write stuff was obviously we just all sit in a room kind of thing, tinker about with different riffs, um, and sort of just bring it all to the table. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, whereas the way we do this, Aaron, Aaron's very good at sort of like making songs as a whole, if that makes sense. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, although he can't, not to say, like, like bad, bad, I mean, although he can't play, like, the drums and that, you know what works. So the way we do it, sort of, Aaron will write a riff, sort of build a song up around that, send me and Chira what he's got, and we just add our parts. But there's always sort of, like, an he always has the big idea, if that makes sense. Like, he always knows the direction he wants it to go. Yeah. So for for me, my job's well easy. <laughs> I just get sort of told, like, this is, this is sort of what I want. Do it mm-hmm. a bit better. Happy mm-hmm. days. So okay yeah it's it's hard to describe i don't know
2: at this at the same time because because i'll write a demo um and then once everyone's put their ideas into it and you know everyone's put their own stamp on it um i tend to go back to the demo and listen to that and it's it's ridiculous how much it changes um once all the parts are the same but um for example if Billy comes up with a, a unique drum beat, I'll play my guitar parts differently. Mm-hmm. Um some parts get heavier, some parts, you know, become softer. So um it really just depends. And then the way I sing might even change as well. Um, you know, and the, and the tempo always changes because Billy tends to play a lot faster than what I record. Yeah. Um yeah. but that works really well i um, it just brings so much more energy to the table. Shiro mm-hmm. yeah, um, okay. usually adds some pretty cool riffs um, into the songs oh, as well. makes it more, so much more interesting when you've got some cool bass riffs yeah. in there as well.
3: They always come together as well, I've noticed, in practice, because there'll all be a load of songs. When we'll I have like a few minutes, and Aaron, will, and Aaron will be like, I've got this one, or one of us will be, come up with a riff that we, not, we didn't think anyone would be interested in, really. We just thought it would Play about with at home.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, it
1: just tends to work. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that what he was gonna say.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah. There he goes. Oh, oh he's gone. Oh.
1: Sorry.
0: Alright. We'll move right along. Uh <laughs> it's fun. so uh what's the first song that you guys wrote as a band?
1: Ooh. Um Ooh. it's been nearly a year now, isn't it? It'll be a year next next month are we in may is it may it's, it's may. may isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. i right. yeah. um, guess <laughs> the white walls <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so yeah, i think it's yeah june i joined i think june june 11th something like that
2: what was the so, first one what was the first song the, that we played with you it, it in fact yeah. it, i know what it was it was one for sorrow yeah,
1: One for sorrow yeah yeah because that was the cool. one on
2: spotify that was like the yeah. only sort of I that think was that was, like the, audition. Um, it was the, Billy's audition song was a song called One for Sorrow mm-hmm. which was 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 the first yeah. single that we released and we knew we wanted Billy straight off because he need this that's it's a it's a tricky song where there's loads of little pauses um and we like having those moments of just silence you know
5: mm-hmm.
2: um especially when we play live it's so much more interesting than just having like a wall of noise yeah. we'll we'll mm-hmm. break parts up um, and Billy sort of captured all those moments, as you know, like as, as if he's listening to the uh, to the single. So we knew we'd done his homework. Uh, so that was really cool. Okay. Um I think this, the first song that I I actually wrote for this for this project initially was a song called Ain't Your Boy, mm-hmm. which turned out to be our second mm-hmm. single. Um, that one changed quite a lot. Okay. So um, I kind of just wrote it as like a four-chord, really straightforward uh, sort of kind of pop rock song. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of what I wanted to go for at the time. Um, it changed a little bit over the, over the course of, you know, the year that we were playing with it. Oh. And we finally put cool. it out, and it had some cool synths on there and everything else. So we got to uh, to try a couple of different things out. Cool. Um, but since then, we've kind of dropped that song because we have didn't fit the dynamic way. really did it yeah it didn't really fit with what we were doing mm-hmm. um because i felt like we just changed so much as a band even though it's only been two years
0: right.
2: oh definitely definitely
4: mm-hmm. Cool.
5: Cool. yeah okay
4: well, interesting awesome so what does the name war stripes mean like, is, there, is there a um, story behind it? Is there an epic origin? Like, <laughs> hey, do you want me to take this one? Because
2: obviously it was the original drummer who sort of came up with it.
4: Oh, Yeah, yeah.
2: I think um, me, Chiro and the old drummer, we all had loads of different ideas and we I think we had a different name every couple of hours for a while <laughs>
5: yeah,
2: <that's laughs> um, true. and we were just mess- messaging back and forth and then uh, we eventually just really liked the name Wall Stripes. We thought it was kind of catchy, like people would mm-hmm. remember it. Um, and I guess if there is any sort of further meaning other than that, it's just about paying your dues and having something to show for all your hard work. Hard work, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, it's it's like a stripe of honor kind of thing, and all of our first. Um, You know, pieces of artwork would reflect that as well. We had stripes on everything, Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Other than that, it didn't really have any meaning. We just wanted a cool name. I mean,
0: that's that's more meaning than uh, most bands give us, which is oh, we just kind of like this is the name that we decided on, and there's no Mm. meaning behind it. So
4: sometimes we have to make stuff up for them. Actually, really get creative. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, um, you just died
2: on the name, of yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Or, the, or the, Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel oh, like um, oh, he's gone. It's
4: gone.
2: Oh, we lost him again. Um. Yeah. I feel like all band names are pretty stupid, anyway. Um. When you really think about it, I can't really, really think of one band name that you know is is really good. Um yeah. But it it just becomes, you know, it's it's just just it's just their identity, isn't it? And it doesn't really have. I feel like it doesn't really have to mean anything beyond that.
0: I agree. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. It just sounds cool as well. That's what drew me to the like the ad because <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was looking at like because there was like a lot of ads on there kind of thing. I just seen the name war stripes so I was like, that sounds sick. That yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It
2: drew me yeah. in. So yeah, it looked good with capital letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Um. So. Since we're all stuck at home, what bands have you been listening to lately?
1: Ooh. Um, I've sort of strayed away from bands. I've been listening to a lot more hip-hop, and, um, I don't know, I've been sort of, because obviously, like I say, I'm very much metal-bound, so obviously I listen to the, the usual, well, it's like A Day to Remember, listen to that kind of stuff, uh, Bury Tomorrow. Uh But lately I've been still that like, old-school, like, hip-hop, like, NWA, a lot of, like Biggie, um yeah uh, a lot of prodigy as well but there's loads of the prodigy and a lot of, like dubstep lately i don't know why i just thought like with it being quarantine may as well try something different yeah,
3: yeah. so the again. i was a bit late Sorry.
0: um what bands have you been listening to while you're stuck at home
3: oh. um i kind of a bit more old school in the way that um i like listening to new bands but then i, I really like the old stuff so like I just listen to, like a lot of Tenacious D and uh, Lonely Island, if I'm being completely honest. Okay. But um, <laughs> if I'm being like really honest, but um, yeah, I like a lot of like everyone else like, like Royal Blood and Beartooth and stuff like that and, oh. uh, yeah. Right.
2: yeah, I've just been listening to a lot of um, weird emo music. Um, I really like Circus Survive at the moment.
4: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've been listening to the U's new album
0: a yes. lot. Yes. I was listening to that before we sat down
2: yeah <laughs> um I, I really like it because yeah. i wasn't a, a huge fan of their you know like la- the, the album before this one mm-hmm. so it's kind yeah. of nice to see them back to form and yeah. yeah i just i feel like um that kind of music's it seems to be back in mm-hmm. and it, it's sort of thriving again which yeah. is kind of good news for us because i, I feel like we fix some of those boxes as well okay. uh, with our mm-hmm. music so um yeah, if rock music's doing well, then that's that's good news for us too. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: So again, being stuck at home with quarantine, have you guys been working on any new projects like with the band?
2: Yeah. Um, well, it, the the new single is kind of a, a project yeah. um, mm-hmm. within itself because we've been talking for a while about getting new music out there, um, but we we've just always been so focused on you know, doing gigs, practicing, making ourselves sound as, as tight and as good as possible
5: mm-hmm.
2: for the gig, Um, that we kind of neglected actually putting music out there for a while. So it's actually been about a year since we've had any new music online.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um So it was definitely a long time coming. And that year just flew by so quick that we didn't even realize. Um, so we're still a fairly new band, and we still kind of need to show everyone what we're what we're about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we we saw this as an opportunity to just work on something new.
0: Yeah. All right, awesome.
2: I don't know if you two have been up to anything differently, but I've, I've kind of been focusing on that. Um, uh, all I've sort of been doing is just like drumming, really.
1: <laughs> um, sort of trying to write some new bits for songs we've already got. Um, so like stuff that we play live, for example, I'm just trying to, before we actually record it, maybe change it up a bit in my sort of style. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been learning more like linear grooves, trying to go from sort of just, because I have ADHD, so I my sort of tendency at drumming's is as hard and as fast as my body will physically let me go. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then I just tend to not be able to stop. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I've been trying to sort of control that a bit more and get more like groove to like my drums and stuff and try and give even more of like a different sound been focusing on that really just sort of bettering bettering my skills so I to speak so half. like when obviously okay. all this is over i'm just going to feel a bit more relaxed behind the drum kit like sort of like enjoy it more as well and just been practicing the songs just so that it's like like nothing i could do with my eyes closed that's sort of just been me okay and just yeah just jamming not much else to do yeah
3: <laughs> oh uh so. I, I, me, I've i just kind of been trying to actually songwrite because I can't songwrite. I can just, I can normally just come up with like a 30 second riff and then that's it. Mm-hmm. But I've been, I've proper tried to like push myself to actually write a full song. Okay. And uh, I've only come up with one at the minute, so I'm not, I'm not like I'm starting like a whole new Shiro project or anything. Yeah. But uh, I've been proper like in, uh, proud of myself. for actually, like, I don't know, you know, like instead of like just being a bass player in a band and putting a riff to a song, actually kind of taking a bit of aaron's influences because he tells he kind of i ask him a lot of the time how do you write songs because i can't normally do it
5: mm.
3: so i've taken i've kind of tried to take like the simple route that he does and it's it's worked i think nice <laughs>
0: awesome yeah cool um so aside from working on music is there anything else that you've been doing to stay busy like in quarantine um a lot <laughs>
5: <laughs> I get that yeah. uh,
3: so, um, Swimming my... I bought a new swimming pill
1: so. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, That's fun. Cool. <laughs> Eating a lot yeah. But... Yeah. Just exercise For me really Exercise Dyed my hair blonde okay. um, Fun Don't know why um, <laughs> And yeah Just like I said just Drumming And just Trying to get out As much as I can Without actually Breaking lockdown rules yeah. Sort of yeah. Going in the shop Yeah, Sort of Doing what I can. Binge it. Oh, Disney Plus, actually. Oh, yeah. best oh, it's thing It's got ever. Simpsons on now, hasn't it? Disney. It has. It's got everything. I was watching uh, Out Fire before. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it's been me. I'm, I'm surprised Netflix hasn't crashed with the amount of shows that I've watched alone, and I'm sure everyone else has. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah uh, just, trying to, just trying to stay busy, trying to stay active. Um, I've been jumping around in my flat, trying to do home workouts on YouTube. Um, I've been doing a lot of running as well, uh-huh. and then eating a lot to counteract it. So uh-huh. yeah, just just uh, just trying to keep busy, trying to trying to do things. But um, it's I've I've noticed that um, I've got a lot more free time to to write new music as well. So I've been annoying the boys a little bit um, with with more new demos
5: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: that um, they have to listen to and try and learn. So. <laughs> Yeah, all right. that. Nah, it's good man, it's keeping me entertained. And they're
3: easy, so that's not that. That's always good. Oh, always
1: <laughs> oh, <the laughs> Otherwise I'm not
3: being if they were really difficult you'd be like I can't be asked for that. Yeah, be... <laughs> Dude it's really difficult? Oh fuck off. Oh,
1: it's too much this. It's too much, too much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah no, they're fun they're funny. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah, I try and sort of keep um, you know the songs quite simple and um we can generally build on that but i feel like it's a it's a good foundation yeah. just to have four really strong chords and just take it from there yeah yeah Word for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly if it's good enough for Kurt Cobain, it's good enough for me so
3: <laughs> not me i'm joking
2: <laughs> that's a
5: joke uh.
4: So, I know you guys are relatively new to the DIY scene, but so far, what part do you think is your favorite of being in the DIY scene? I could phrase that so much better. (laughs)
5: Do
2: you want to go again, or...? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like being in quarantine has pushed us further into the DIY scene. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, our new single that's coming out is very, very much a DIY project. Mm -hmm. We've mm-hmm. all kind of recorded from home alone. Um, we've we've not helped each other that much. It's mm-hmm. just been a case of okay, you do you do what you want to do, well, I'll do what I want to do, um, as opposed to us sitting in a room with maybe a producer, which we've done in the past, and you know work it all out. It's given us a lot more freedom, though. Um, mm-hmm. I personally love just bedroom recording, sitting there with a the mic and just trying loads of different things. Whereas if I was with a producer and I'm being watched, I might not, you know, try certain things. Yeah. Um, try mm-hmm. certain vocal melodies or um harmonising and that sort of thing. I can just go wild, see what sounds yeah. good, see what doesn't. Um so that that's been beneficial. And then yeah, just being able to create everything yourself. Um so just having your own vision and just seeing it through, mm-hmm. with artwork, um, music videos. Even though we have made a, a music video for this new song, and it mm-hmm. is very DIY, and mm-hmm. we've just had a laugh with it. Um, we are kind of not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Um, but we mm-hmm. can just we can just do whatever we want. It's it's great.
3: Yeah. And it's given because we recorded at home. It kind of given us like an excuse for it to kind of be a bit rough sounding. So yeah. kind of give it a bit more like. Character, so it's like we can put a bit of a backstory behind it. So like, oh, while uh, lockdown was going on, we did this, and it kind of, kind of, almost symbolizes what we, what we kind of all went through. So like, the quality may not be that great, but it's like, well, we all did it without like what we would have had in the outside world, if you know what I mean. So, so yeah, so it's kind of like, okay, so it's not, so people can maybe appreciate that a little bit more rather than if you go into a studio, spend loads of money. And it's like, oh, okay, so it sounds, it sounds like you other stuff, but this one's like, okay. Got a bit of a backstory behind it, if you...
5: Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
1: More emotion,
2: yeah. okay. yeah,
3: yeah. I think it's quite yeah. uh, cool as well. <laughs> because
2: uh, I guess it's quite unconventional in a sense, because even from the, from the get-go, you always start recording with drums. I don't think Billy even um, played to a, to a click track, so he just kind of made his own tempo. And I feel like it adds so much more character like, the, oh, okay. the song's just... The song's got so much more character than anything we've recorded before. Okay. Um, and it's kind of fitting with the theme of, of, you know, lockdown, like Chiro said, but also with the theme of the song as well, because the song's about going drunk and getting messy and having having a good time. So yeah. um, it kind of fits with that as well. All
0: right. Cool. So I know... You guys touched on it in the very beginning, uh, but if you'd like to dive a little bit deeper, what artists are your biggest inspirations? Oh, per-
3: personal inspirations
0: or like a band? I mean, I, as a band, yeah. Ah,
3: oh, okay. Yeah.
1: In me, it's Aaron? a big one for Aaron. Um, yeah. In me has been like sort of, regardless of how our sounds changed, I've noticed Aaron always goes on about In Me. Like They are like Your sort of go to I'd say Like that's like Our yeah. biggest I'd say That's always the one That's there That just sticks Like in me Yeah um, mm-hmm. I'd say Royal Blood again That's that's a big one Like we love Like I just love What um, Mike Kerr can do With just like a bass And the amount of effects He's got Like we like that sort of It's simple But with enough effects It just sounds fat You know what I mean Yeah, like, yeah It yeah. sounds like meaty um, who, else would you, like, who else Would you say All
2: Right I really like I'm Queens of the broken. Stone Age. Um, just in, I've got loads of different influences, but in terms of how we sound, um, yeah, we we get we get told a lot that we we sound a little bit like uh, Queens of the Stone Age, which is like you know really nice. Um, I kind of um, can hear a lot of Manchester Orchestra because okay. mm-hmm. that's like so ingrained in my influences the I, I just see it come through in the songs as well
4: mm-hmm.
2: which, which I like um yeah so just just those kind of bands really just hard hitting sort of emotional lyrics um yeah just anything anything fast and heavy
5: great
4: uh-huh. yeah. you- okay okay I thought yeah All right. Um, so what was your very first concert that you attended
2: but speaking of In Me um, which (laughs) Billy touched on before um, mine was was In Me when I was 13 at Manchester Academy Um, I remember my mum took me and my sister and yeah she she waited outside for me He dropped me off waited outside and um, Mm -hmm. it was just I just fell in love with music that night, probably. Just the whole atmosphere of being at a, at a concert and um, just just looking on stage and just idolizing the, the bands that were playing. Um, mm-hmm. It's only when you grow up, you realize that musicians are just people. <laughs> yeah.
5: um,
2: but at the time, when you're that young and you said that impressionable, um, it just always stuck with me. So um, I went out and I bought a replica of that, I couldn't afford that guitar, obviously, but um mm-hmm. the the guitar that the guitarist was using I went out and bought a replica of that um I started singing, doing an impression of the singer um mm-hmm. and then yeah, it just all spiraled out of control from there
3: mm-hmm. didn't even I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> Fair. I had no idea uh so what what's the question was it the first gig you've ever been to yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
5: yeah. The-
3: uh, mine was a pop punk band called No Trigger. I so saw it was my first one, uh, mm-hmm. Academy Three. It was Academy Three, and I thought because it was obviously my first gig and it was such a small stage, I thought. Um, and obviously, I, n- I never played an instrument that, uh, then, but uh, I, I I was like I saw the instruments and you were really small, and I was like I really, I thought they were like I basically I never thought instruments were that small, but then I realised they were like short scale. Like mm-hmm. years yeah. on, I was like, oh shit, yeah short scale, hmm. but when I went there the first time, um, like, up, right up close, I was, front, I was thinking, oh my god, are, are these guys, they're either midgets, or they're like, or they're like just children, and I had no idea, I didn't like, if you have to bleep that out, or whatever, I'm really sorry. <laughs> 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 uh,
5: yeah.
3: Small people.
1: But no, they weren't yeah. the were proper sized
5: people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh just,
1: Mine was, um, mine's quite different actually, mine was um, Professor Green, um, okay. a, UK, ah. a UK rap artist when I was I never knew so, that. I was 13, but um, I've always sort of looked a bit older, so I lied and said I was 16, so I could get in. Um, As you do, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, well, we wanted to be standing, but obviously if you're not accompanied by an adult in England, you're not allowed to have a standing ticket if you're uh, below the age of 14, so me and my mm-hmm. mate, because we were both like, we sort of just developed quite quick and uh, mm-hmm. we were like yeah yeah we're 16 yeah when cm um, yeah my first uh, rap concert it was great okay. um and then how times have changed <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah and i have yeah. to socially distance in the pit now
1: Ooh.
5: yeah six feet
0: apart, <laughs> six feet apart at all times um so Do you guys go to a lot of gigs too you yeah go to a lot of i go to a ton of concerts she doesn't
4: I've been to 2 and that was last year and I was planning to go to 4 this year but they've all been cancelled now so oh, No. Nah. Yeah. It's
2: so great
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, we we've had we had 3 that we had, we had planned and one of them was the biggest biggest gig we've ever well we would have ever done. Damn. Um and that is that was actually in the same room where me and me and Chiro went to our first concerts at Manchester oh. Academy 3. Okay. Um where we just mentioned um, we, we were meant to be playing there mm-hmm. How many Headlining is- in in there as well, so. Oh. So, oh. yeah. How so, big is um, room? So that For us, that was like a big deal, and we were so excited. Um, yeah. But hopefully, it'll be rescheduled, and we'll, we'll get to play there again. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's really? so. only for July, haven't they? So, we'll see.
0: Yeah. We will see. For now. Yeah, yeah, for
2: now. I doubt that will happen,
3: but you never know.
0: Yeah. Um, exactly. So, how big is that room, then, that you guys are going to headline? Like how many people does it hold? Do you know that? Uh, I think
2: it's it's not that big. It's maybe it's five.
1: Is it five hundred? It might be in. It might be in two. Yeah, I don't, it be
2: like yeah, I don't sure. even think. I think it might be two hundred or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good size room. Um, <laughs> and you know, as I said, it because it was the first the first time we ever saw a band live, it's, it's just. It's kind of surreal to think that we were going to be playing there. So yeah, I get that um, as a headline band as well. Um, yeah, it's just
5: yeah.
2: kind of a dream come true. So hopefully, because we cause
3: we, ju- we we just got offered it as well. It was just out of the blue, so it wasn't anything that we like applied for either. So mm. to actually get a promoter that we worked with before to actually go to offer it you, mm-hmm. it's like wow, okay, bloody hell, damn. Thanks <laughs> all. like we. D- it, to me, it seemed like we didn't deserve it uh. because it was just kind of like even though like, obviously we must have earned it in some way, but when someone just kind of hands it you on a plate, it's a bit, a bit of a yeah. shocker.
0: Yeah you, didn't, yeah, you didn't really do anything
3: we to had, get it. We had worked
2: with Yeah, we did work with that promoter before, and I think maybe twice. Um, and we've, we've always, you know, tr- we always try and put on a good show and bring a lot of people down and sell a lot of tickets. So, yeah, I guess,
0: I guess yeah. that's why they, they offered it to us. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys get to play it when this is all over, whenever it decides to be over. Yeah. In a no, few years time. We'll the the yeah. <laughs> Five wow. years from now. Um. <laughs> Maybe. If we're
3: still a band. We yeah. will <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> <laughs> We will be. Um, all right. Uh,
0: if you guys could go to any show, past or present, what show would you go to and why? Ooh.
1: Any Doors concert for me. Okay. Um I've... O- I've always like uh, me and my dad have always loved the Doors. That's sort of been like our band um, since I can remember. And like watching the film with Val Kilmer, watching just videos of Jim Morrison—that is the one man I would love to see live. Oh. That yeah, my one one
2: dream. If I could go back in time, hundred percent, I would It'd be brilliant. Hundred
1: mm-hmm. percent. Right. Mm,
2: cool. I uh, I was funnily enough, I was watching uh, Nirvana earlier. I think Mm. it was, um, 92, um, yeah, it might have been, um, and I was just, I was, I was watching that and I was just like looking at the crowd thinking, I was just jealous. I was just looking at the crowd, like I'm jealous of all you people, um, (laughs) but also just knowing that, you know, like one day that you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, to see that band anymore, um, kind of, Mm. kind of sad as well. But, yeah, I just kind of thought, like, you, you guys didn't know how lucky you had it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you appreciate that gig, because I would have loved to go and see that. So, yeah, Nirvana. Okay. Would be a bit sure. well um,
3: I think mine would have been um, Queen at Live Aid, even though, like, I'm not, like, a massive oh, fan yeah. now, but w- when I saw, like, the film, and I—I—I I, I o- even though I've seen it about, like, ten times, like, even clips of it, exactly. I always try and watch it till the end, to like, the last scene. But even when I watch, it, I think, "Oh my god!" Like the goosebumps you would have got, even for even if you knew if you knew the backstory of like what was going on with them and stuff like that, the yeah. adrenaline must have been feeling like. You I would have just even though I would have been squashed, no doubt. But I would have been just loved to like seen it and think, "Holy shit! This is like because this is I don't know. I know I'm rambling a bit, but it's to okay. basically be in like a presence of like a band that you will never actually experience in your in our li- in our lifetime now because obviously for obvious reasons yeah. but yeah. Um, because it's they're so iconic and it's like the experience the experience would have been pretty sick so yeah a yeah. Yeah. massive yeah. crowd
5: too well yeah
3: yeah
2: they they play with Adam Lambert now but it's not the it same. won't be the
3: same I don't think it's not the
4: same at all yeah
3: and yeah. the no. social distancing could you imagine that two feet apart
2: yeah
1: I'm <laughs> imagine <laughs>
4: Would you have, like seats, or would you be in the pit if you were to go to Live Aid? Pit, hundred
1: yeah, you know, percent. St- you know, I'd start it. Everything's yeah, better
3: pit. in the pit. You probably yeah. would actually, wouldn't you, Billy?
1: i Oh, mate. pit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't know. I just, I just love them. The adrenaline always. I've always love them. Mm. Maybe it's I've the um, stu- little in me.
3: <laughs> I've always stood on the outside because I I would like to see of of getting beaten up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'll just be cut. like, that is absolutely mental. Like. Like, you shouldn't be running around and stuff like that, but no. I'd probably be mm-hmm. sitting down if I'm being completely real with you, but... <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah, you're being too dangerous. Kill yourself. Or yeah, I, I
0: like to watch the pits <laughs> yeah, from afar, you know, <laughs> well, like yeah, from the side. Like nice it, can, and safe. it can be happening right next to me, but I'm like, I'll stay away from that. Yeah, so, yeah, that's too dangerous. Yeah. Nah, I'll be yeah. right
3: Ryan's
1: in the middle. <laughs> Dead center. Of course, always, always. <laughs> come out Absolutely on a
3: stretcher terrifying. or
1: something. Like
0: that. Yeah, it was, oh, worth it. it was worth it. I swear. There's no
1: There's no point if no one
2: leaves like injured. There's no point. Yeah,
5: <laughs>
1: it's,
2: it's, it's, it's like am I'm the guy I, I'll usually jump in for the encore, okay. mm. so it's I'm less likely to get injured if it's just for two or three songs. Yeah, um,
5: yeah.
2: and then I'm not going to get too tired, mm-hmm. and then just be a sweaty mess for the rest of the gig yeah. it's fine because after the last song's done you can just head straight for the door it's fine yep. yeah you're good after oh, that well that's
1: the best part though like that's like your one excuse where you can look like a hot mess and get away with it mm-hmm. like it's... yeah from first song to last song every single pit I get involved mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not bothered alright good yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Man. you got it you got it yeah
3: man aren't you afraid of missing the show though because
1: when you miss yeah. the surf you're kind of getting beaten up in the like a... well no because I go Well yeah. But music if that makes sense like I love oh, hearing would... the music like seeing them play it to me like it's, it's impressive obviously I love watching the bands but at the same time I'm listening to the music like oh. they entice us to do that you know what I mean most front men would be like open a mosh pit so I'm just like you're okay. playing me music, you're telling me to go and kick this guy in the face. Alright then, bam. <laughs>
3: I'll go <laughs> kick him in what the I mean. face. I yeah. sort of Why is there the security doing that? Do you
1: know? mm. Well, they, like I say, they encourage it, like wall of death. So I'm just like, alright, that's what you want. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose they want to give wrong. me
3: that name if they didn't really want that, would they?
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrifying? Wall of
4: cake <laughs> or something. Oh, wall of cake, nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I kind of agree. I kind of agree with both of you. Because to Jero's point, if you do want to see what's going on, but you, you kind of have to be dodging elbows and fists, yeah. Um, yeah. so you kind of have to focus on that a little bit. Yeah. A in. Um But yeah, at the same time, it is fun to get involved and proud. So. Yeah. We try and incite that at our gigs as well.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, always, yeah. yeah. Don't just stand off.
2: Yeah. yeah. We always try. To the
3: three people that come.
2: <laughs> yeah. To, to <laughs> the sound engineer
3: and the people behind the bar. Yeah. Go My mum at the
2: back. You've, you've got to give it a go. It's a nice feeling when you say, I want everyone to jump around and mm-hmm. go crazy. And, and they actually do. That's, that's a nice feeling. So, yeah. Yeah. you got
4: to say it. So, what would you say are your top three songs that you like to play live? That you can tell people to like go crazy to, you
1: know.
4: From one our current set
1: list, yeah, one for Sorrow. because mm-hmm. well, that that's just changed a lot from what you hear on Spotify to how it sounds live. Now it's completely different,
2: completely. <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit frustrating because um, that's how of how different that song sounds live now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so hard hitting live, and yeah, it just gets people moving and it's just such a good one. Like, I I absolutely love playing that song live.
4: Do you think That's you like would record 20... a live album, like, or a live single for that because it's changed so much?
1: I've, yeah. I've said this. Uh-huh. I've said this. I'd love to. Because uh, the, the original ones, obviously, with the old drum the one year on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, so I'd love to put, like, not, like, re recorded but a live version would be, but, like, boss just to show, like, sort of how we've changed in the span of a year. Maybe do it, like, yeah. the year year after i joined kind of thing that'd be quite cool well depending on what's going on with this yeah if we yeah. can record live
2: but, yeah. Um, yeah we i've we've always kind of said as well um that if you know perhaps if we ever recorded and got to record an album or if we got signed or something we could always re-record it um, that would be be the main one That's yeah something. it's it's such a good song um but it it sounds so different now. So it's kind of I'm I'm almost reluctant to show people now because we've changed we change so much all the time. Like every few months, we'll we'll sort of go in a slightly different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then yeah, we'll we'll sort of we'll go off into lo- like little uh, valleys and stuff and pull things here and pull things there. Um, but then I do feel like we've kind of become more of a a punk rock, sort of slightly faster, heavier band now. Yeah. So, yeah. We play it a lot faster live.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
2: right. um, we've got a song called Spitting Teeth, which uh, it's, that's a really fun one to play live. Um, yeah. It's just so energetic and it's a bit of an unconventional song. Um, it kind of goes in weird directions that you wouldn't really expect. And then it kind of finishes off with um, a really kind of fast, heavy breakdown, uh-huh. um, which I I love playing yeah. that live. That's okay. a great
1: song. Yeah, that's probably, that's my fave to play live. That one. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. It's fun, yeah.
1: And then third song, that I or yeah. What would you um, say?
3: Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for bad energy. I'm gonna go for that one. Yeah. Although there's a, I've kind of forgotten a, a lot of the songs that we've played like. It's, it's been a long lockdown. <laughs> but, um,
2: yeah, we've, we've dropped quite a few songs as well. I've not not dropped them, but you know we just don't really play them anymore. Maybe we'll
3: yeah. bring them back, but because of the, like a lack of energy on a lot of them. But like they fit the indie style we had with the old drummer, but obviously with a with a sicker drummer that we have like that amps up everything. You can't really play like a dead slow song
5: yeah. with, a,
3: with an indie track with, a, with like a metalcore drummers it'll be a bit like Arctic Monkeys kind of weird, but like on crack I suppose <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was probably yeah, um, not speaking in this interview but there we go that's, <laughs> that's why <I> was...
2: <laughs> um, yeah uh, Bad Energy is a, is a really fun one we always I don't know why we always play that as a second song in our set it's um, the bass transition is it like the way
1: yeah it's the way one for sorrow ends and then Chiro just sort of goes straight into his bass riff, it's just always worked. Like it's always yeah. went one for sorrow than that in the like as of late anyway. Mm-hmm. it just worked. I don't yeah. think that, I couldn't imagine that changing, it'd be weird. Like Yeah, I i like you know, like from muscle memory, like if it went one for sorrow then a different song, I think I'd naturally just start playing bad energy. So.
2: Yeah. Thank it's uh, it's a really good fucking song, isn't it? It's yeah, I think yeah. It just, it's just really heavy, really in your face, um, catchy. It's just everything that we're about. Um, yeah. But it's, it, it's never felt like a big single or anything. So, um, yeah, it's just, it, oh, it's just like, this is what, this is what we're about. Um, this is what you're going to hear for the next half an hour mm-hmm. um, rolled up into one song. So, yeah, that's, that's a fun one to play live.
3: It's definitely the most unique as well in terms of, like, effects. I said.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's one where I can just throw, um, you know, lots of reverb in there. Oh, nice. there's, there's a there's a guitar solo in there as well, which is nice because as a three piece, we try and uh, stay away from guitar solos, um, so we yeah. don't have, you know, a rhythm guitarist mm-hmm. to, you know, to to play chords and riffs as as I'm doing a guitar solo or vice versa. So. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's one sort of rare opportunity where I get to play guitar solo, which is nice too.
0: Awesome. Um, so I think you guys kind of touched on this already, uh, but what would your dream venue be like to play? What's your dream venue? Oh,
3: in the world or in a Manchester?
5: Oh. In the in the yeah. Top oh, the world, yeah, world.
1: Um for me it's been my dream for years and it's just because it's my hometown uh, Liverpool Academy has always been my mm-hmm. sort of either there or the Cavern Club in Liverpool obviously because they're uh, the Beatles um, yeah. but yeah just hometown for me would be brilliant Like that's because that, that was where I went for my first gig so obviously the boys went to Manchester for theirs I'm from a different neck of the woods so um, either there or half time at a Super Bowl that would be pretty sick yeah. That, that, yeah. that would be yeah,
2: that's
1: yeah. It, them too. Yeah, that'd be with, sick.
2: Dancers, with dancers and flamethrowers, um, the full the full works. Yeah, yeah I think I I always had this weird little dream where I'd be um, on the band's walk tour. Oh, but, yeah. um, that's that's ended now, hasn't it? I think it's it it's,
0: it ended it's over. But ago. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it came back in a couple couple of years when yeah. uh, Kevin Lineman mm-hmm. needs money. So
5: yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe if we sort of build our name enough, um, we'll that'll come back and we'll we'll get asked to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. would be a dream. Yeah. Um, be other than that, is yeah, there's a, there's a few places. Um, Albert Hall in Manchester, I'd love to play there. Mm-hmm. It's oh. like a big sort of cathedral-looking place. Um, O2 oh, Apollo, okay. um, yeah, just. Maybe like a, a big stadium or something would just be unreal.
3: We'll I always wondered what we would do with the amount of space on a massive stage. Because
1: I'm, so, like I'm stuck me. So it's more well, for you guys.
3: Well, because well, I cause the last the what the last gig we played was like the biggest stage we did, mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. I was looking down and I was like I've even though I don't dance i kind I've used all my moves in one spot i don't know what I meant to move over there yeah. to do the yeah. same thing I don't know what I am meant to do but um going back to venues i would there's a place in Manchester quite a small one it's called deaf institute uh-huh. and that's kind and that I wouldn't mind playing there. Or mm-hmm. if we're gonna go off in um, Billy's Super Bowl wall, I-, I wouldn't mind playing WrestleMania. You know, I wanted um, <laughs> them like a spot or something. Yeah. I'd yeah. just to even go, even if even if I went there and you're just like you can't play, I'd go just as long as I can. Watch can I just stand song. on
1: stage? Well,
3: yeah. Even if I didn't, I'd probably crap myself if I'm honest standing on that stage. But um, um,
2: I'd love it. But yeah, we, I just we'd want to you know, do just for the free tickets.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, we'll play Triple H's uh, theme, theme song or something. <laughs> no bad
3: energy is that one, that'd be pretty cool, but it
2: won't
3: happen. Yeah. I'll Since Slammy can't do
2: anymore.
3: Yeah, replace him yeah. with Aaron.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I never
3: yeah. said that, I never said that. I
4: hope you guys get to um, play the, the Super Bowl and <laughs> Wrestlemania sometime. And Vans Warped Art when it comes back. Imagine yeah, that would be so and and look
0: out for us.
3: from England.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look out for us in, uh, er, ne- next April. WrestleMania. Okay. cool.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. 7-11 movie.
5: Exactly. It's an
3: exclusive from us. Oops. <laughs> 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 so imagine if this actually had probably cool. pretty cool. Exactly. Straight yeah. Well, well the producers
5: the see this. Right. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, where do you guys... How Oh, what? no.
3: I was going to ask, sorry, like, what about you guys, where would, like, if, I'm not sure if you guys are in bands, but if you
0: were, where would. I mean, we're not musically talented, although Gloria's going to start doing concerts this upcoming week on the podcast, so I'm are sure she has somewhere probably? she wants to play the, that, oh. that live.
4: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'm doing concerts on the podcast now. Um, I have a lot of instruments, basically, um, I can't play any of them. Um, so the concepts are just going to be me just, like, trying to learn something for, like, five That's minutes. Great, isn't it? Yeah, it is, dude. We're gonna, I'm we're horrified. We're going to single-handedly
0: save live nice, music, music live on the podcast. Yeah, That's the plan. Exactly.
4: That'd
0: be cool. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> a lot of
1: pressure, isn't it?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be
3: singing, or...?
4: Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should
3: do your jingles. You should be
0: like a Dr Pepper jingle. I agree like, with that. this. I love
4: Jay, this. Change. Do vocals for me. Why? I, I I He'll like? do vocals. That's I'm gonna be how laughing
0: at work. you the entire time.
4: Ouch! Thanks. Um, but I would like <laughs> to play um, O2 Arena. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be great. That's That's I was going to say
0: to so so you? Huh? Yeah. So your your dream gig
2: is the
0: podcast.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bring yeah. Bring the yeah, podcast live to stage. You
0: wanna, you um, want to fulfill that one. Yeah. Yeah. But if, yeah, if I did have enough musical talent, there is a standing room venue here in New Jersey called Starlin Ballroom, and I frequent there a lot. So I think that that mm-hmm. would be it. I give them yeah. a lot of my money, so.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they they owe you. Yeah, they owe me.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. They should invite you once in owns it.
4: Yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. So, where do you guys see the band in the next five years, or where would you like to see the band in the next five years?
3: Out of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that'd, be, that'd be nice. That's a start. Being able point. to practice again.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know how realistic <laughs> that is. Sounds like we might be here forever. Oh God. Uh,
1: yeah. well, uh, I do know. I'd I'd love to have done like a proper tour. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Like nothing even that big. Like just if we did like the UK, but did like say seven different cities, like did a week long tour. That for me, like that'd be cool. Like obviously, yeah. like I'd love, I'd love to see us like anyone else would, like signed living in LA, like you know, living living it up, mm-hmm. little mansion and all that. But yeah, like thing yeah, realistic, yeah. I'd love to do. I'd love to just, little like, manga. go on the
4: road. A little mansion. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only yeah. one who heard that. <laughs> just,
3: yeah, just yeah.
4: a sizable mansion, you know?
3: Just a bungalow. little <laughs> yeah. yeah. mansion. little <laughs> man. long, long bungalow.
4: bungalow. You know, that whole Hollywood... <laughs> that Hollywood vibe
1: everyone wants. That dream life yeah. everyone wants. That'd yeah. be ideal. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, i realistic. i just love to get on the road. Like, literally, me me, Chiro, Aaron just, like, two weeks away. Just, like, mm-hmm. in a van. That's what I want to do. In a van, sleeping rough, just... Just having a laugh, really. I think it'd be pretty yeah, decent. like, a, get a get a yeah. camper van, yeah. Get to know each other more yeah. intimately. Mm,
3: <laughs> bloody hell!
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I'd love to.
5: Uh, I think we'd we'll be Speak sick of out. each other by then.
2: <laughs> what was that? Um, we'd we'll probably be sick of each other by then. Mm. Nah. No, I, I'd like, I'd like an album. Um, I'd love, to, I'd love to have some sort of record deal um, mm. where we get to produce an album. Um, that's like the ultimate goal for me Mm -hmm. Uh, just just having something it's me it's like uh, having some sort of legacy like something to show the grandkids Um, that's kind of what the band's about for me like just doing something with yourself Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to be like the best at something as long as you're putting yourself out there and you're trying it's that's that's good enough for me Mm -hmm. um just showing your art. Show if if you're a creative person. Like you know, just don't be ashamed. Just just put it out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hopefully that would kind of. I'm I'm going to continue to do that no matter what. But hopefully that would grow and um we'd have you know a lot more fans and yeah like Billy said get to play everywhere and have people want us to play in in bigger places and yeah that that would be the dream really.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Keep people Sorry. stopping you for photos—that'd be cool. Yeah, we'd <laughs> yeah, yeah. get a bit freaked
1: I don't, I don't, out. I
3: don't wouldn't know it? if
1: that's
3: just my vanity. Nah, I'd love that. I might just to get some milk and stuff like that, and it takes you, like five hours. Like, oh, I, I, I would miss... relish in that. Honestly, I would relish no, I'd it. like it. I'd like wow. it, but I'd, I'd be—I think I'd, I don't know because I don't know them, and I, I don't think I'd accept. I would have accepted that yet so it would have been a bit like uh who who are you sorry i don't i've never met you before i just i think when i get over that i think obviously i'd be really quite cocky and go yeah mm -hmm. that's that's fine you know i've set set up a table outside a park and
4: oh my god
3: (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't do that
0: billy i'm on on my way i want a picture i'll be there in a couple hours i want my picture manchester okay (laughs) sounds good um so we do this thing. Just look at it.
2: Sorry.
0: Okay. Uh, so we do this thing. We get a question from the last band we interviewed. So this one comes from Fawns. Uh, if you have could if you could have written any song that already exists, what song would it be?
1: Ooh. It depends how lot. you look at it. Like if you look at it for like some if you win it for the money. Mm-hmm. Then there's a certain song I'd like to have written, but if I'm in it for sort of just a pure, purely well-written song, oh, I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Um, it's a problem
3: because there's a lot,
5: I, isn't there?
3: <laughs> the there's I so many.
2: And... But because think of because a... I was listening again because I was listening to them before, um, and I was I was watching them live on YouTube um, when when Nirvana started playing. Uh, smells like teen spirit and everyone just lost their minds
5: Mm.
2: and Just that to me that song just has like a a certain feeling about it. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah,
2: like it's It's not even just a song. It's like it's I don't know it's kind of like a moment in time captured it just I Just just feel like um, I Did when I first heard it. It's just I don't know. It's just such a good song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Smells Like Teen Spirit, it's just, just, yeah.
5: I don't know what
1: it is about it, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. Mine would be, I think, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, Because it's just one of those riffs, no matter what sort of genre of music you like, you know that's Ozzy Osbourne, you know that's Black Sabbath. Like, even my friends are into grime, hip-hop, all that. If I play that song, they're like, oh, Black Sabbath, everyone seems to know that song. And obviously it was the gateway to heavy metal. Mm -hmm. So... To be in a band that has basically brought one of the, in my opinion, best genres to ever grace the earth. Yeah, hands down, yeah. That'd, that'd be me.
3: Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're meant to, meant to beat these questions. Um, I, don't know, I don't even know, there's a lot of... I'm just gonna pick a random one, but there's probably loads out there. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna go Far Kid by The Offspring, there you go. It's because cool. it's one of my favourite ones. And But yeah. uh, to be honest, when I do when I do like listen to music, I always kind of think of it as like, you know, the chords and stuff. I like, I always kind of see it as a bit of a formula. And if a band kind of come out with like something that's really like a really easy riff, I always think, how did I not come up with that? Because yeah. it's like a C A or mm-hmm. and I think I I had that at my disposal, but they just had it and just blew it out of the water. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's how I think of it. But yeah, if I, I just, there's loads, but yeah,
2: yeah, that's me. I feel like songs kind of have a certain. Uh, time and place as well. So for example, like the, the paranoid, like how you said it was the gateway to, to heavy metal at the time, if, if yeah. perhaps if it was released today, um no one would care. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which is a game. But it's also it makes it even more of it makes it bigger than just a song. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's it's sort of meaningful as well. So Yeah, yeah so, that's yeah. The same so I wise done as well. Yeah, it's kind of the same with Smiles Like Teen Spirit." Kind of feel like if it was just released today, it'd just be another song on the internet. Yeah,
5: Yeah.
2: it's so meaningful.
4: Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Okay, so steer away from music for the last couple questions we have, and we're gonna go straight to death row. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be, and uh, why? And a
5: drink, Oh, very
2: generous of you, very generous. Uh, Doctor Matter,
3: sure.
2: Uh,
5: okay.
3: I think
2: Jero, you probably agree with me on that. This I would, but then I
3: probably go. I, I do not. I do not actually. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. What would have like um, the most gruesome effect if you kind of got blown up? After? Blown up? <laughs> no, no, but no, but he said on Death Road, and mm-hmm. yeah, what it's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I think they just you.
3: Yeah, sorry. I yeah. Oh, oh, right. I thought it was like if they fry you or something. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think so,
5: no, 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 no,
3: no, that. I've watched the wrong things on Netflix. Just... Maybe maybe in medieval <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um they
2: just injected you.
3: I'm going to go for tea and uh, a an nice pizza. No,
2: the...
1: <laughs> yeah. nah, last meal, man. You've got to go all out. Exactly. For me... Alright, then,
3: right, then I'll have a chocolate
1: sundae as well. There you go. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're a simple Lovely. man. Nah, simple man. man. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. The lobster tagliatelle. Okay. 100%. 100%. Lobster tagliatelle. Banging dish. Um, You want a forest gato on the side, hot cream. Mm.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, for me, it'd be a... F- Thirty-five-year-old bottle of Nikka Japanese whiskey, double shot of that, one cube of ice. That's um, so I do it. Wow!
2: Oh,
0: wow. down to the I ice guys going. Taste, uh, I
2: am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's a it very sophisticated that. answer.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, I think I think for me it'd just be something cooked by my mom because mm-hmm. you won't have had that in a while, and you can't really replace that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd just be like, get our Sharon in the kitchen get a pasta bacon or, like, a shepherd's pie or something. Mm. Just uh, one final sort of taste of being free and and home, I guess.
3: Yeah. Considering you would be on death row, that's a very innocent thing to say, isn't it? Considering, like, you've done I mean, something I'm really bad done... to put you in that position. I've, I've loved my mum's Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've... I've loved <laughs> nothing more. I've just <laughs> done something really yeah. bad. But. Uh, well, I would like I, to I, feel
2: at that point, I've uh, repented my sins and I've asked... I've Asked Jesus for my forgiveness, so at that point, I'm innocent again. You've mm. covered all grounds. Yeah. I, I forgot that's
1: how the, the justice power. system worked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. kill that guy 20 years ago because I've repented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, Rick and Moy well. oh. Oh.
4: Nice. Yeah, Rick and
1: Moy um, Just because you've got the advantage of going absolutely anywhere. So.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd like to see some Glip glups and all that. Would be grand. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah,
1: that'd be me.
3: Um, I know gonna... Oh, God. I know it's based on like obviously like American stuff, but GTA, like San Andreas or something. So I'm like, I don't know. Obviously, well, I'll probably end up dying or something because I'll get run over or whatever, but I, well, I think I'll be pretty cool. But then I'll come back to life because it's a computer game. It's a computer yeah. game. Yeah, you,
2: so. oh. you respawn at the hospital. Exactly. There you go. You can bunny hop about 100 feet. Well, exactly.
0: Oh, you just beat Lasta, the system. So, there you go. That's yeah. the best answer we've gotten.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, uh, I think I would die
0: well. in this world. You beat the system. You can just respawn
3: well do you know exactly do you know what I mean and the thing is I get a few bonuses as well because I'm rockstar so it's cool yeah yeah. to work ever again so try and beat
2: that Aaron yeah it's the only (laughs) place it's the only place where you would die and then be released from hospital run over to someone and mug them in the street and you would have paid Um, your bill (laughs) yeah exactly that's that's a pretty cool world to live in I guess um Hmm. I don't even know. I think a, w- a weird thing for me is I used to watch a lot of like uh, American sitcoms and stuff, and oh, I always okay. kind of thought it'd be cool, like if I was watching Friends when I was a teenager or something, and I would imagine that I was like um, Rachel's new boyfriend or something on the scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if I just if I just popped in and popped up in an episode of Friends, um, yeah, and I was I was in it for like half a season or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's my whole existence. <laughs> that's
4: it. Okay. Starts basically I guess, you know, like,
2: like the Paul Rudd of friends. You just pop up for a bit. Oh, yeah, ex- exactly. I think that's exactly who I had in mind. Mike Paul Rudd. And you um, turn into Ant
3: Man, and then fly away.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah then, but they don't yeah. fly, do
3: they?
2: So, fifteen what? years later, you, you turn up as Ant Man. So it's it's not a bad oh, you're, existence. What?
1: You're
5: raking exactly. it. In
1: you just confessing you really want to be Paul Rudd, isn't it? That's what this is. You just want to live Paul Rudd's life. Don't yeah, right. oh, we
4: all? He's a cool guy. <laughs> exactly. He does not age.
2: He does not age. He
4: doesn't. Isn't he like 50?
2: So, I would. Yeah, he's in his fifties <laughs> and he looks better oh. than me now, so yeah, totally. yeah I'll, 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 be, I'll be Paul Rudd for a bit. Yeah. It's fine. I'll, I'll be Robin
3: it. Williams, to be honest. I'll be, just have his dead. personality, because I think... Yeah, no, Obviously, I'm not going to be a de- dead person. But yeah, like, like when he was alive, obviously, have like com- if I could have like, if I was a half as funny as him, I'd have like mm. a comedy career. Just if I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm not sure if that counts as a fictional life, blog. Yeah. I mean, that-
0: there's no rules. It's not
1: yours. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. There you go. Sorry. I was half confused yeah. about what that was. But no, I, well there, there you go. I changed mine to Robin Williams uh, when he was
2: okay. A- Mm-hmm. God, Are you that, sure, that, you that, don't
3: that. just want to be by it? No no. no, no, that's not, that's not the way I roll.
1: Mm. Oh, oh mate, I've
3: got okay. over
2: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more dressing I up. I wouldn't
3: mind it actually. There'd be a lot of effort in that, but I know i would have made mm-hmm. a great film.
5: But yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I've really so. embarrassed myself in this podcast, haven't I? <laughs> 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 okay. I really have. From the from the net from the connection to the.
0: From the bad connection,
3: yeah, bad connection. The bad answers I've given.
4: Oh no, they're they're great, you know. (laughs) Because now we know you want to be Robin Williams, you want to be Paul Rudd. (laughs) That's that's amazing. And Rick and Morty, of course, no question. Yeah, I used to say Rick and Morty, but now I I think I'm I'm on Paul Rudd's team because I didn't even think of that, you know. (laughs) So I also want to be Paul Rudd.
2: I have no idea why. Where Paul
4: Rudd came from, but yeah. It's, well, what what happens if
3: you're yeah. on in the uh, new, the nudist colony in um, Wonderlust? What happens if you end up there? What would you do then? Uh, I
4: yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> see? well oh. you probably would. It's a good film. It's a good... sorry, I just thought of the film when you said Paul Rudd, and I just uh-huh. thought I thought okay, so... yeah. Oh, so it's a lot God. to think about. It's a
4: lot to think about.
5: Yeah,
4: it is. It is definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go watch the. Film. It's only a week though, so. I don't know if I'd be able to live through all of his movies. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's
2: true. Oh, was it? Was that the question? Just for one week.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was just a week. Oh, yeah. for one week. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> one of us
3: is on the go. Yeah. That's pretty
4: cool.
2: Great question. Thank you.
4: Thank you. We get the music. Yeah, yeah oh, it's just... exactly. Yeah. We just focused on fictional questions only. Death Row and yeah. uh, fictional worlds. Death yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm, of, of
2: course, course. just cool. do that from now on. Yeah.
4: Exactly, just those two questions repeated after each other for like oh, thirty wow. minutes.
0: Perfect. I Think
4: that'd be good. Yeah. yeah, you'd
3: have to reword them. Obviously,
4: oh, Of course, just, why, yeah, yeah, why
0: yeah. Why would we do that? Same exactly. question, back to back. Exactly. Different answer every single time. Can...
2: Yeah, I mean, your next oh, question we... could be, "What fictional character would you be for a month instead mm. of a
0: week?"
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: You could you could jump up a little bit.
4: Mm-hmm. Just mix it up, just a just a little bit. Tweak it. I think yeah, we should yeah, do yeah. an
0: interview like that oh, now, Glory.
4: I think I think we should try it next, should. One. Yeah, next one. Next <laughs> one. It's gonna be horrible. Okay, so I have the pleasure of asking the last question and probably the most important question we've asked you guys. What is your favorite color? Red. Red. Solid.
2: Mm. Purple.
4: Purple. Nice.
2: Purple why
5: purple
3: yeah it's an interesting one um that's meant to be glory's last question you've just taken it from her how dare you
5: i have one I have job sorry i
3: hope you i hope you regret that the one thing you regret in lockdown is taking someone else's questions l
0: Can I just
3: box <laughs> you're, you're very welcome very well to make a
1: red and blue i've always liked it like then if you want to make it sentimental from my hometown obviously two football clubs Liverpool and Everton both colors combined the red and blue which make purple. Oh. So, oh,
5: that's that's yeah. answer. Yeah.
2: Um I always liked green when I was a kid. Why I like a green I said it once to be yeah. because because I, I said it wants to be different um, <laughs> cuz all of my friends said the typical red and blue. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and i was like well i like green and then i kind of had to stick to it for a while I get so then that. everyone remembered that and then my mom for years was aaron your favorite color is green isn't it and then i just oh, had no. to be like yeah but yeah i feel like i feel like it PM wouldn't print. be but i still say green for some reason
4: mm-hmm.
2: okay always, always stuck with it
4: yeah, that's right. Well, nice. you're yeah. kind of trapped with green,
2: green. I'm, event. I'm stuck with him yeah. now. Oh. I'm stuck for
0: life. <laughs> <I'm>
4: very
2: envious.
0: <laughs> mm. Um, just as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there anything What's that a... you
0: guys want to plug? Uh,
3: yes, a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: There's gonna be a song.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. We've. Uh, we we've got a new song out tomorrow. I don't know when this podcast is gonna go
0: out. Oh wait way, way um, past tomorrow, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. they're dropping a new <laughs> so, song May eighth. May, yeah. May eighth. Yeah. Yeah. So so I guess
2: the song's already out for anyone listening. Yep. Um but yeah, we've got a new song out called Glad Rags and that's available on um Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and we've also made a, a DIY music video as well, which is on YouTube. So uh yeah check
3: it out and uh send us a
0: message let us know what you think and be nice
2: It'd be there nice. now yeah uh that if you hate it, tell
3: us
0: yeah, you yeah yeah, yeah. We we want positive manga. positive reinforcement only exactly um,
3: yeah. right, we'll just delete the comments otherwise so. yeah yeah we'll exactly. hide hide the
0: replies on the tweet of anything negative
3: do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah
0: um we're so master
3: all their accounts oh sorry exactly yeah, <laughs> block them
0: um so links to all that will be down in the description um so thanks for staying with us uh this was uh war stripes and uh we're the good noise podcast